Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Fight! Welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and I'm going to be introducing a new segment today. And with that, uh, I'm bringing back a former co-host. He did the Sabrina show with me, Jason. So, Jason, you out there? I'm here. All right. it's a pleasure to be on with you. And it is a pleasure to have you on. So this is something Jason and I had discussed, like, probably about a year ago. Uh, (laughs) And and with our schedules, uh, we're getting around to it now. So basically... We're kind of taking the concept of like a versus, like, uh, you know, fans have always uh, sort of like, uh, who would win in a fight, Superman or the Hulk or, or something like Don't that. Don't even start with that one. I'll, <laughs> that could yeah, be a good exactly. <clears throat> but that's the thing is, is, is we're not going to kind of look at sort of like those really sort of classic, you know, Batman, Captain America, ones that are, that are obvious. We're, we're going a little more, I guess, obscure or maybe ones you really wouldn't think of. I, I, I think that's kind of what we're going for. Yeah. So what we decided to do uh, in honor of Cobra Kai, uh, I finished it up about last week. Jay's still watching it. Uh, We decided to have our All Valley Under 18 Dream Tournament. (laughs) (laughs) So what we're so what we're doing is uh, we decided on some fighters. Uh, I did a random drawing to kind of make this tournament go. in the opening rounds, we picked uh, we picked our fighters who we're going to represent. So basically, we have on one side of the mat, he's the uh, he's the, he's the hard hitting assassin from New Jersey, from Newark, New Jersey. We have a young Daniel Larusso, so he is fresh off his win. Uh, I think it was eighty four when he won the title, so he's fresh off his win. Uh, other side of the mat. We have a young Johnny Lawrence, who uh, was the one that pretty much lost the title to Daniel there. Also, in honor of Cobra Kai, we have one Miguel Diaz, who is the recent winner of the All-Valley Under-18 tournament. And the young man that he defeated, uh, one Robbie Keane. And I think this is an amazing tournament, and it's going to be a lot of fun discussing it, Jay. What do you think? Uh, it's going to be good because it, we're going to take them both in their prime and offer their wins. So it, they're all, it's not going to be adult versus kid. It's going to be under 18, all Valley going head to head each other in a bracket tournament. Even though there's only four of them, we're going to do our best to argue our sides. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the funny thing is, is, is when, is when Jay and I decided to do this, we, we, we picked the fighters and I kept bringing up Hawk. So I was like, okay, I got the first round matchup. Uh, <laughs> I, I got Daniel Russo versus Hawk. And you're like, why do you keep bringing up Hawk? <laughs> so it's been like three say, times and he's like, you're, you're not catching on. What are you, what, what's the problem? <laughs> I, and I'm like thinking, what is your problem, man? Come on. I got <laughs> oh, right, right. We're not taking Hawk in this tournament. <laughs> uh, that'll be the next round. That'll be <laughs> well, what season I, two of our show. Absolutely. Well, what I was thinking is if this was, let's say this was a, a full tournament, Hawk obviously would be involved in it. 
Uh, yes. I don't think I don't think he would make it very far because while he is an athletic young man, he does have a very good karate prowess. Uh, you know, he's very full of hubris, and I think he would go up against a lesser opponent, thinking, "I got this." And uh, you know, a few minutes later, see his opponent hand his opponent's hand raised. I mean, that's kind of my thought on Hawk. Well, I'll give my quick quick thought on that one. Okay. You're wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he he. Well, in the first season, he made he made it pretty far. I mean, even going up against people that were already seasoned, and he was a what a couple months, like a summer of karate, mm-hmm. trained by Johnny. I mean, he he made it pretty far, and he made it down to the final four, I, I believe. He did make season. it down to the final four, yeah. Well, so well, I mean, okay, go ahead. Okay, well, I was going to say, you know, again, uh, for Johnny and Daniel, and again for Miguel and Robbie. They're, th- this is taking place a few months after their wins, so right. their personalities have changed a bit. So I, I think, and, and I know you're only about halfway through season two of Cobra Kai, so yeah. I won't give any spoilers. And that's the other thing, too. We're not here to really talk the movies or the TV show. We might make some references to it, but I, I wouldn't really worry too much about spoilers. I don't think we're really going to give anything away, no. so don't worry about that. We're going to talk about this more or less like it's real life. Like we're, it's like a MMA, UFC, or whatever it is, Final Four. <laughs> so exactly, that's how we're exactly. Come at it. Exactly, it'll be like you know uh, one of those dream computer matchups you see on ESPN or something. Right. But since this is also a nerd type show, in order to get this tournament going, see what happened is is during Endgame, I snuck in there and I stole the gauntlet. So I have the gauntlet, so I can, with a snap <laughs> of my fingers, I could set this tournament up. So. Tournament set. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, very scientifically, I did a random drawing, which was basically uh, in my office. I held up four fingers. I kind of identified <laughs> a fighter for each finger. And I went up to one of my coworkers. I go, pick a finger. And she looked at me That's like, hilarious. what are you doing? I'm like, I'm like, this is for science. Pick a finger. So, it's really <laughs> odd. So, our first – our opening round or our only round, uh, you know, it's uh, – Pretty much rematches. It's it's Johnny versus Daniel, and it's Miguel versus Robbie. And which fight do you want to start with, Jay? I'll I'll throw it over to you. Which one do you want to look at first? I'm going to start with the. Let's start with Miguel and Robbie. Okay, so in this one, uh, and again, very very scientifically, I flipped a coin, and Jason got first pick, and he picked the to choose his fighter and the Johnny Daniel one. So I got to pick my fighter here and I, uh, I chose Robbie for this one. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to defer it off to you. You, you are representing Miguel. So pitch your case. Why is Miguel, why is Miguel going to win this fight? Oh, Miguel's going to win this because he, like Johnny is pretty much a hothead, but also he has the skills he's being trained by, a two-time, consecutive two-time All-Valley champion, even though it, I mean, well, uh, I'm sorry. Let me, let me restart this. He's not being trained by him. He's not being trained by him because if we're doing this the way we want to, it's, they're all the same age. So we're taking their skill level after they've been trained. So it's going to be kind of difficult for me to think about that. Well, I mean, you know, (laughs) well, we'll we'll, we'll suspend reality for a bit. Okay. Okay. He's yeah, been trained by Johnny. An older Johnny did did train him, and an older Daniel trained Robbie. But okay, 
they're unaware that the two young men across the ring are, are those same ones. Let's we'll, we'll go with right. that. I, I forgot you had the gauntlet, so you could do that. So, <laughs> but I couldn't bring her back. I tried. Right. I couldn't bring her back. Oh, please don't get me started. We have to do it. Oh, uh, never mind. Okay. We're... Never, that's a separate podcast. Go for it. Why is Miguel going to win? Okay. Miguel's going to win because he was trained by Johnny, like I said. And Johnny was a two time consecutive All Valley champion. He has the skill. He trained Miguel on how he was trained by striking first, striking hard, show no mercy. And he was showing no mercy, and he will show no mercy, and Robbie's going to go down. And Robbie, he's blinded by the idea that his future father just trained his, his opponent. <laughs> and it, that it's, it's going to be kind of convoluted here. So it's <laughs> but, uh, We'll go yeah, with it. We'll go with it. <laughs> he, he really doesn't have the skill. I don't, I don't see his skill level where Miguel's is, Miguel's, Miguel is. Mm-hmm. I just see Miguel as a more uh, – he's looking for the weakness. He's looking for the weakness of his opponent. He's going to go for it, and he's going to hurt him just like Johnny went for a weakness, even though he didn't want to. He was going to go for the weakness, and I, I, th- I just think he has the skill level in that one. Okay, so uh, you know, granted, I'll, I'll give it to you. I think out of the two, I think Miguel – is definitely the more athletic. I mean, we really see it in his fight, you know, at the end of the first season of, of Cobra Kai. I mean, we could really see uh, in a few short yeah, months. He, he had a determination in his face after that win that it, it, it showed that he was a champion, that he did it on his own, that he really was, was fighting for himself, not just for his teacher. And he, I think he, he would take Miguel, I mean, he would take Robbie in, in a fight any day in any location, not just in all Valley. Okay. And, uh, and, you know, fair enough. I mean, I really do think that he's, he's definitely the more uh, athletically gifted uh, of the two. I feel that Robbie really took those lessons uh, from an older Daniel, you know, the Miyagi do style. I think he really took them to heart Uh, in the beginning. Clearly he was doing it to get back at his father, but you know, where Johnny kind of gives you, I mean, actually, and here's the strange thing. Both senseis, you know, both Sensei Lawrence and Sensei LaRusso, it's not just karate lessons. It's life lessons, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Granted, Johnny's is more of, look, life is tough. Strike hard, strike fast, no mercy. Where Daniel is all about balance. And I think, you know, Robbie is going to take that to heart. Um, I think that his fighting style, you know, in watching it, and, and you know, look, I, I, <laughs> I kind of took this seriously. <laughs> I went back and I watched that final fight. Now, granted, right. in that final fight, Robbie was injured. His shoulder was injured. He still fought against somebody who I think was athletically superior to him. He kind of held his own against him, really fighting with just one arm. And if you look at his style, when you watch throughout that tournament, you know, where Cobra Kai is strike hard, strike first. You know, I just got the whole thing backwards. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. <laughs> he kind of almost has a very defensive style where when you come at him, he uses your aggression against you. I mean, you see him kind right. of almost doing like a push-pull kind of a style, like rolling around opponents, uh, kind of using their aggression to open up weak points or, or openings for him to strike and get a point. The other reason is, is I think... Losing to the guy that was trained by his father is really going to sting. And, 
you know, we see it afterwards or, or really shortly before that final, excuse me, that final match where Daniel really tries to tell him, like, look, you have to make peace with your father. I, I think as much as he wants to, that's really a sticking point with him is, is that poor relationship with his father. And now his father is treating this kid who he really, you know, he didn't know Miguel, you know, he just kind of stumbled into his life. And now it's right. like, oh, this, this is your son now. So I feel kind of spurred on by that. I, I think that's why Robbie might win, because I think he's, you know, where Miguel's sort of like, I won, I'm the champ, you know, I, I proved it, I did it. I think Robbie still has something to prove, not only to Miguel, but to his dad. So I think that might give him the edge. Now, coming from where I'm coming from, is Miguel, he's coming from a more stable background than John, than uh, than Robbie. Well, Robbie, I mean, he, he has his mother still. His dad is, is not in the scene, but he kind of is now. But his mother, his mother is kind of aloof and not really there for him. So mm. he, he's pretty much on his own. So I think he's really going to be distracted by the, the fighting. I mean, it, I mean, distracted by that situation going into his fighting. And okay. where Miguel has a stable, stable family, even though it's a single mom, he has a stable family. His mother loves him. He has that backing of that, that support. And mm-hmm. even the backing of, of Johnny, where Johnny was really, really trying to be a father figure for him and helping him along and actually befriending his mother, too. I mean, really trying to help him out. And, and that, that works for Miguel. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can see that. But I, I, I think I also see that, you know, Robbie, again, where it started off as I'm going to hang out with Mr. LaRusso to take off my dad. I think he really saw how Daniel opened up, you know, himself to Robbie, opened up his home to Robbie. Um, and, and I think, you know, he, he really, again, he really took those lessons to heart. You know, they were, they were karate lessons for sure, but they were life lessons. Uh, I think he really took it to heart and maybe he doesn't have that stability that Miguel has, but I, I think, I think what the, what the key point for, for, for Robbie is going to be is, is how does he handle this loss? You know, does he look at it as like, wow, I really tried my best. I now have to train harder. Or does that just put a big chip on his shoulder? Because if it puts a big chip on his shoulder, Miguel's going to take it. If it focuses Robbie, I think Robbie has a chance. Um, I don't know. Any, any, any kind of final thoughts on Miguel? Uh, not really. I, I know the, the only thing I can think is that the Miguel's really – he's going to go at this fight. He's going to go at Robbie harder than he would go at anybody else for one reason and one reason only. He pretty much stole his girlfriend. And <laughs> any, yeah. guy that knows, any guy that knows that some other guy took his girlfriend is not going to hold back, and he is going to go full force, throw every punch, kick, knee he possibly can that Johnny taught him, and take this young kid out. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, on Robbie's side, you know, he could look at it and say, you know, yeah, I stole your girlfriend, but you stole my dad. But they don't really have a great relationship. So I don't think, on the one hand, the fact that Johnny trained this kid, you know, kind of sticks in his craw, but that's really about it. So I'm going to be honest here. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm going to be honest here. So at, at the end of it, I do think that Miguel would win this fight. You know, I, you know, your argument definitely swayed me. 
I think, though, well, here's my thing. I think Miguel would win this fight, but I think this would be a heck of a fight. It would be like fight of the year or, you know, it, it would be. Yeah. Yeah, it, it would be a nail biter. It would be a nail biter. I think not only both of them would walk away learning their own lessons, but they would. I think they would both walk away injured because they're they're <laughs> not going to hold back on each other. They're they're going to hurt each other, and they're going to. I think this would be their final fight, pretty much between each other. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, unfortunately, you know, they they better be careful because we have another fight on the other side right. there to kind of determine. So I think we're both in agreement here. Uh, a very very close fight, but the winner of the semifinals, semifinal round one, Miguel Diaz. Gotcha. All righty. So over on the other side, again, we have another grudge match. We have former two time All Valley champion Johnny Lawrence versus, in their timeline, the current. All Valley uh, champ Daniel Larusso. So again, you got to choose. You pick Johnny. So why is Johnny going to win this fight? I'll let you go first. I okay. went first last. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Now here's the unfortunate thing. You know, um, I don't have a lot of faith in Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be a really quick debate. Now, now, are, are, are honestly, were you disappointed when I picked Johnny? <laughs> did you want Johnny? You know what? I mean, when I looked at that fight, when I, when I, when I kind of did that random choosing of the rounds, I was like, I was almost tempted to say, no, let me kind of throw it back in the mix and mix it up again. But I'm like, nope, this is, this is the way it worked out. <laughs> Here's why I don't think Daniel is going to win this fight. It's going to be a hard argument for you. Go ahead. <laughs> way back when, when I first saw this film, you know, and this was, this was a classic eighties film, you know, Jason right. and I pretty much grew up in the 80s. This was the underdog who, insurmountable odds. You know, this was this was like a teenage Rocky film, essentially. Oh, yeah, definitely. Here's the difference. When I watched Rocky, Sylvester, St- Sylvester Stallone was a believable boxer. When I watched right. The Karate Kid, I was like, how does Ralph <laughs> Macchio tie his shoes and not hurt himself? I mean, the, he, unfortunately... When this tournament rolled around, I was watching this film. Even as a kid going, he shouldn't get out of the first round. Like, he has no idea what he's doing. Right. I will say this, though. I I think that, again, he's trained by Mr. Miyagi. And I think that Mr. Miyagi would kind of focus him. Yes, you you know, Danielson, you've won won the title. But if we're going to compete again... You know, you got to You got to stay focused. You got to find that balance in your life. I think Mr. Miyagi would would impart those words of wisdom to him. He would have a little bit more time to train. But unfortunately, I just don't think he's <laughs> as physically gifted or experienced as Johnny. Right. He might eke it out. Lucky shot. Something like that. But. You know, unfortunately, and, and I'm sure you're going to pitch your case for Johnny, and I'm just going to be nodding my head as you're speaking, but um, <laughs> I just don't have a lot of faith. <laughs> so, right. go ahead. Why is Johnny going to win this fight? <laughs> Johnny, Johnny's going to win this fight mm-hmm. because he is not the returning champion, but the two-time, two-time champion of the All-Valley under 18. He has the years behind him in the training. He has the size. He has the speed. He already knows Daniel's moves. Daniel is pretty much set on what he knows. He does not know how to improvise at all. 
he knows a couple kicks. He knows how to wax a car and sand a floor. <laughs> yes. he, he's going to be look. Johnny's going to be looking for that crane kick again because that's that's pretty much his trademark. And he know he's going to know how to counteract that counter that move. He's going to have the strength. He's going to build up over the next whatever months it's going to be for that next match. Let's say it's the following year at the All Valley. Yes. He's going to build. He's going to build himself to the a higher strength. And Daniel, with his spindly little arms, was not going to be able to conquer over uh, Johnny a second year in a row. The only, the only thing, <laughs> yes, the go only ahead. thing you know that I, I could say is Johnny lost. We saw yeah. in Karate Kid Two, we saw what happened with Crease, and and pretty much we could speculate from there. Johnny pretty much gave up karate. Yes. That's all going to – that's what's really going to matter here is, is, is how – not so much, like, how did Johnny take that defeat? How did Kreese take that defeat? Because if Kreese pretty much is, like, the jerk that we saw in Karate Kid 2, I don't know. I don't know how focused Johnny's going to be. If Kreese goes, you know what? I did wrong by you, Johnny. We're starting over. We're starting from scratch. And I'm going to train you. I'm still going to train you tough. I'm still going to train you hard. But I'm going to focus you more. If, if, if we get a more disciplined John Kreese teaching Johnny Lawrence, then this fight's not even going to be close. Daniel's going to get right. knocked off the mat and, and knocked into another universe. Yeah. If Johnny's unfocused, if, if he really lets that, you know, because let's not forget, like you mentioned in the first fight, Daniel stole Johnny's girlfriend. Right. <laughs> right. So Johnny, Johnny does have some things that could unhinge him. But that's for me. That's a big if. That it's a big if. Now I, I do have one thing to say on on Daniel's behalf. Go ahead. At the at the end of their first fight, which was the All Valley, and when Daniel won, Johnny handed him the trophy. He True. saw that he was the better person, and Johnny grew a heart, just like the Grinch. <laughs> and it, it he he saw that that. The way his master was, his sensei, was was wrong in showing them to hurt their opponent. And I think he's not going to go into this next fight. I mean, Johnny's not going to go into this next fight the same person. He's not going to go into it looking to injure Daniel. He's going to want to use his skills and to win it fair and square. But I still think even even if he is unfocused and, and it hasn't been trained, I mean, he's probably been training – by himself, if not with somebody else, they'd never really say what happened. I mean, mm-hmm. we we know we have the the fourth dimension wall broken down for us, where we have <laughs> Cobra Kai to watch. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we kind of know what happened to his sensei, but we're not going to really go, rely on that. So, I I'm going to say that Johnny wins, but I I would like to see say that Daniel does. I would like to say that, but. It's going to be difficult I, even arguing my own side. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's really, I think, out of the two matchups. I mean, this one, I think, is pretty cut and dry. Unless yeah. Daniel really gets lucky, unless Johnny right. just wallows in self-pity for a year, I think, and I think he actually brought up a good point. I, you know, it's true. At the end, At the end of the first, you know, at the end of that tournament where Daniel wins, you know, he's like, you're okay, LaRusso, and he hands him the trophy. So I think you're right. I think he's going to want to come back and not fight dirty and sweep the leg and all this. Right. He, he wants to demonstrate his skill. And I think 
That's really what it is. He's more it, experienced. It's kinda, it's, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say he's more experienced, like you said. Uh, he's, you know, he's won, the, he's won the tournament two years before, you know, the, the prior two. He did win. He's got right. that experience. I feel he's got the skill. It would have to be a stroke of luck for Daniel to win. I mean, I think Johnny wins it. He wins it fair and square, you know, like three points to one or maybe even shuts him out. I mean, it's it's going to be a pretty quick fight. Right. All right. All righty. So we have a finals. Yes, we and, do. <laughs> yeah. And they're both sides guys. of the final. So. <laughs> <laughs> Looks okay, like so I take it. Podcast over. <laughs> exactly. So we have uh, on one side, two-time champion Johnny Lawrence, uh, <laughs> you know, and also a runner-up. And we have the current champion Miguel Diaz. So let's let's so let's just talk both, about both of them. We'll, so. Let's talk about both of them. So let's let's <clears throat> look at Miguel first. So okay, Jason, why do you think Miguel would win this fight? Uh. <clears throat> I mean, he, he was trained by Johnny, he, and Johnny know, knows, the, knows how to train. He knows how to teach students because he was taught also. Even though the way Johnny was taught was the wrong way, mm-hmm. he, he still knows karate. And now that Johnny was older and got to train Miguel, he actually showed Miguel that it wasn't about hurting your opponent. He was trying to give a little bit of heart into it, just like Miyagi did for Daniel. He was trying to to be to help the kids, not just have them beat the other person into submission. He he wants the kids to have the skill, but he also wants to learn the, the life lessons the hard way. So I think Miguel's going to go into this fight knowing all what Johnny knows, or he's going to he's going to be he's going to use everything Johnny taught him to fight Johnny, to beat Johnny, and to show Johnny that his student has risen above the master. Wow. So in other words, la- last time we met, I was the, the learner and now I'm the master. Is that what we're yes. getting? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Miguel is Darth Vader. You've heard it here. <laughs> um, I think I think another advantage for Miguel is I think when we look at the two of them, I think Miguel clearly a- out of really all four of these fighters, he is the most athletically gifted. When we right. watch that tournament at the end of season one of Cobra Kai, he's pulling off some moves that impressed his sensei and i think johnny was thinking man i wish i could do that back in the day um i think as well you know you mentioned this before when we talked about johnny versus daniel both these guys know how to improvise um you know you you saw it when miguel fought that he really knew how to improvise and you even saw it in the way he was trained i mean johnny training miguel he used some very unorthodox methods um you know, granted, Mr. Miyagi kind of did the same thing. Daniel kind of does the same thing. But it's I, I just find that Johnny's training, it was very unique. Like, he really he really put his students, especially Miguel, he really put them in very stressful situations to see how they would respond to it. I think, they had to think on their feet. That's what they had to do. Where, where they had to think fast and think on their feet where, where, where Daniel was taught and trained Robbie not to really think on your feet. He showed him the moves and said, this is how you do it. Yeah. And, and granted, you know, 
I guess the, the, the kind of core training that Daniel got and kind of passed along to Robbie is, is all about balance and find your balance and keep your balance. Right. And that's great. And that's good. But you look at some of the training. I mean, I think when we saw one of the early training montages, I think Johnny used a pitching machine, you know, and was hurling baseballs right. at Miguel to teach him, like, <laughs> you got to get out of the way. Right. Um, if, yeah. If you can uh, dodge a dodge a wrench, you can dodge anything. So it's exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and I think you know that combined with his athletic prowess, I think that's really what gives Miguel the advantage. Is I think yeah. he's athletically superior to to even a young Johnny Lawrence, and he he he's kind of a master of improvisation, uh, much like Dana Carvey in Master of Disguise. Oh yeah, definitely. That's a deep pull right there. Okay, look, we got another guy in this fight, so yeah. let's 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 flip the coin over here. So, why do you think Johnny Lawrence would win this fight against Miguel Diaz? Well, Johnny would win without question, and here's why: he has Ooh, taught ahead. he's taught Miguel everything Miguel knows, but he didn't show Miguel everything that he knew. Ooh, I like that. He, Go ahead. He's he, he's held back. He's held back. Showing Miguel all what he knows. And the reason he has done that is because there's still more to learn. In the, in the situation with, with Miyagi and Daniel, Miyagi's showing Daniel everything. He was, this is everything I have at my wheelhouse. Where now Johnny is showing everything that, that, he need, that, that uh, Miguel needs to know to win a, win a fight. He's not showing him everything that he knows that his sensei taught him. And his sensei was a real hardcore guy. And oh, yeah. he, yeah, he, he had moves on him that we haven't seen yet. And I think that's where it's going to be in season two, which we're not really going to talk about, but I, exactly. I, I think that that's going to happen. Well, well, the question is, is do you think that Johnny held back because he felt that those were lessons, not so much like, I don't want to teach this kid too much. Do you think that he held back in his training of Miguel because he felt, wow, I want to teach him these lessons, but you know what? I, I just, I don't agree with them anymore. You know, the way yes. I was taught. Okay. Okay. Definitely. I mean, I mean, he's taken unorthodox ways and I mean, we see, saw that in just now in season two where I have, where they put him in, put the kids in a cement mixer. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who does that? That's borderline. I mean, I, I'm saying borderline, borderline child abuse. But <laughs> <laughs> it's almost attempted murder, actually. If you look right, at exactly. it, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if the thing was empty, that'd be fine. But it had cement in it. But any, anyway, yeah. he, 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 he doesn't want to go to the extreme that his his sensei did and 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 hurt these kids. He he's teaching them lessons, making them stronger, making them tougher, making them think on their feet. But I, I think Johnny hasn't shown him everything, and Johnny is stronger. His body size, he has the weight behind him. Even though weight doesn't really mean anything, he still can push push Robbie around a little, uh, push Miguel around a little bit. All right, now let's not forget too with Johnny. When you go back to that first Karate Kid movie in the semifinals, he took on a high flyer. You know, the the guy he oh, yeah. fought against was, was was pulling out some kind of flying kicks and flipping around. And Johnny stayed very ground-based. He, he used his strength. He used the speed that he had. He did win. The other right. thing I have to say is, you know, this is a tournament. So, you know, before his fight with Daniel, he's, he wants to see who's going to win. And he watches Robbie and Miguel fight. And he sees what this kid Miguel has, you know. And, and, oh, yeah. and, and he sees 
wow, he had a tough fight. You know, he he beat Robbie. He he beat him by a point, barely won it, skin of his teeth. He's the best. This kid is the best. Johnny wants to beat the best. He just took care of his foe, fair and square, cleanly, kind of avenged that loss. Now he's like, people are going to think this this Miguel kid is, is, is the top. Let me show you why. I'm the former two-time champ of this All-Valley tournament. So I think that's really going to spur him on. Um, granted, he's not going to be flipping around and sliding across the mat like Miguel, but, you know, he right. does have a very solid base. He's, he is physically bigger than Miguel. Um, and he's, you know, even though Miguel is a very fast guy, Johnny's, Johnny's no slowpoke. I mean, he's got some speed right. behind him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, the, the one thing I can see both of them getting distracted by is they're both pretty much hotheads. Absolutely. And they're, they're, they, that might blind them. If, if one goes after the other and, and goes to hurt, like if Johnny goes in for, for a nice sweep the leg move or Miguel goes in to just injure an arm, or do, the other one's going to get pretty pissed. And True. they're going to go hardcore. And I think Johnny, Johnny had, I think, the bigger temper of the two. And he mm-hmm. he might pull out just that that anger behind him because he has that whole family situation that he he is not happy he's not content with his family where Miguel has the mom he, he's more content and he he just pushes all that in the front of him and just goes at Miguel full force. But do you think? But are you saying that is like it's a good thing for Johnny or is that going to kind of it could backfire? It could backfire. Okay. Yeah, but for both of them. I mean, both of them. I mean, Miguel. Miguel lost his girlfriend. Yeah, granted, Johnny did too, but Miguel. Miguel lost his also, and he's. It, it could blind both of them. It, even though they both are in the same situation, I think it's going to blind blind him pretty bad, and it's it's going to hurt both of them. But so they have to watch that. I mean, and that's the interesting thing is is you know that's that's something I didn't actually think of, and and kind of you know what we see at the end of, of the first season of Cobra Kai, and we start to see in the in the beginning of the second season, is it doesn't really seem, you know, the fact that he, he loses uh, Samantha, it doesn't really cause him to lose focus so much. He still right. kind of re- retains that focus where Johnny seems to be the more, you know, things don't go his way and that hot-headed temper comes out. And, and in this fight, if, if Miguel scores, like if Miguel strikes first, or Miguel gets like an early, and uh, let's let's say like these fights, like they go to three coins. If he's up two nothing or two one, Johnny is going to fight hard, but I think he's going to kind of lose his focus. So any fight, oh yeah, he, he definitely will. Yeah, he he'll lose he'll he'll lose his focus. I mean, he was losing his focus with Daniel. I mean, when when they were fighting, he lost his focus in that first fight. When 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 Daniel won the championship, he was losing his focus because it was just. Not just because his sensei, but he 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 was pushing himself too hard, and that that aggression was getting out in front of him, and he wasn't watching what he was doing. Okay, so before we decide on a winner, do you have any final thoughts on 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 this fight or either fighter at all? I would love to see it on big screen. <laughs> I would love to see the match just just to see the two opponents go at it, just to see how it would turn out, how the how the how the the screenwriters and everything, everybody would do it, but 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 in my in my opinion, it, it it's 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 almost a toss up. But I have my I have a winner in my brain right now that I and I'm going to go with. 
Okay. All right. And I, I kind of feel the same way. I think that, yeah, absolutely. This is a fight I would love to see on the big screen choreographed. Um, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be very intense. Uh, probably, you know, a, a better fight maybe than the, the Robbie and Miguel fight that took place before that. Um, okay. So I kind of have a winner in my mind. Uh, who do you think? I think Miguel. I'm thinking the same thing. I'm thinking Miguel. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And this is totally unscripted. We did not right. plan this out. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was. It would be very close. I mean, the, the, it would it would be a, a really hard fight. Real intense. Very hard. They would they would be throwing every punch, every move, every kick they possibly knew. But Miguel, Miguel in the end, I think, would, would come out the, the following years, All-Valley, under-18 champion. Yeah, and I think, you know, I, I think he has, again, he has that athletic edge over Johnny. It's slight, but he does have it. And when you, you brought up the whole argument about disposition and, and temperament, that really kind of swayed me. I was really still on the fence, but I think, I think it's going to be a hard fight emotions are going to be high but i think you know when it comes to that you know it's two two next point wins miguel's going to be the one that's going to take that breath he's going to see his mom he's going to see his grandma in the audience there right um he's going to see his sensei there you know and he he's going to have that strong foundation behind him we're not quite sure what's going to be behind you know a young johnny lawrence and i think again it's it's going to be back and forth it's going to be punch, kick, block, and everything. But in the end, Miguel is, is, is going to pull off a, a fantastic improvised move, and, and I think he's going to take that title home. I agree. Wow, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, now, 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 before we before we end the podcast, now I yes. just forgot my thought. Never mind. <laughs> well, hey, yeah, I, I, I just remembered it again. Let me, let me go with it before I forget it. Uh, Johnny and Daniel, when, when they – when Cobra Kai season one started up, I know this has nothing to do with the fight, but – when it yeah. starts up, well, what what spur what's spurring the animosity between the two of them? When when we, the last we saw them, they they were they were hugging. They, they Johnny handed him the trophy. He he said, "You're the winner. You 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 got this." There's something we need to see. What what's the deal? I mean, I know I know uh, Daniel is the car dealer guy, and uh, and poor Johnny is the is the general contractor that's down on his luck, but. Is there that much animosity still in all these years? I, you know, the, the way I took it to, to, to be is, yeah, they've, they've reversed roles now, you know, where right. Daniel was that poor kid from Newark who came out here and Johnny was kind of the rich kid that looked down on him. They've now flipped roles. And I think Johnny looks at it, you know, we see it in that scene where he's driving and he sees the LaRusso billboards and he sees the, the commercials on TV interrupt an Iron Eagle, which, you know, right. come on, Iron Eagle, superior film. <laughs> I didn't have to. Um, and I think he looks at it and going, this is the guy that ruined my life. Yeah. Flip-flop that is anytime he sees Johnny, he just remembers this is the kid who gave me heck when I came out here. You know, he's, he's yeah. the bully. He's, and he just can't get past that. And, you know, maybe down the road we'll actually talk about the series Cobra Kai because, you know, before we jumped on the, you know, before we started the podcast, we were, you know, Jason and I were talking. And you did kind of mention that this second season, from what you've seen so far, is a lot more dramatic 
kind of character building almost. So I think it's going to be an interesting discussion. Right. Well, before we really wrap it up, uh, Jason, I know you got a few things to plug because you got your YouTube channel going. I actually I did. watched it and, and I want that. I'm not, I was never a fan of ramen because I'm always <laughs> like, that's dorm food. Uh, right. I want to try it because I love hot and spicy. So, so tell everybody about your uh, YouTube channel. Well, I, I just started a YouTube channel. It's, it's very basic right now. I just did one video. It's, the, the channel title is called Ewan's. It's all spelled out for everybody, and it's also you can find a link on my Instagram, but it's Ewan's Stomach, and it's E-W-E-N apostrophe S, and it's Stomach. Just like its stomach is spelled, and it's it's not a competition. It's not a it's not a cooking show per se. It's a food show, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try a couple of competitions probably just to you know personal competitions. Put some food in front of me and see how fast I can eat something. I'm gonna be going to restaurants. I want I want to I want to go to restaurants and and talk to the chef, talk to the owner, see and try their food and have them cook me something. And I have a couple that already said that they are interested. Which will be fun, and I'm not doing this to make money. I'm doing it because I love food, and I just love to love to just eat and just to try different things and to cook. So, hopefully, everybody checks it out and subscribe. And just like I said in my little my little thing on Instagram, subscribe. Even if you don't like the channel, I don't care. Subscribe anyway. Give me a subscriber. <laughs> it doesn't cost you. Right. It doesn't cost anything, and it's I'm doing it for fun. So, and if you have any any uh recommendations go ahead and throw out a recommendation to me on what i should eat or what i should try or where i should go also my, you, my instagram but nah, yeah i mean instagram is good but i can give you that also it's uh fam i'm gonna get this wrong family heart fun food family heart fun food yeah yeah family heart fun food yeah i was, I was gonna ask did you ever did you ever do that did you ever go to a restaurant and, and, and try like one of their food challenges did you ever do that uh, I have not. I, I went, my brother and I wanted to try a pizza challenge. We still haven't got around to it. I, I've I've done like challenges with, with some of my friends just to see, and I I, I blew them out of the water because so I'm a very fast eater. I've always ha always have been, and my both my parents and my friends always told me that I'm like a snake. I just unhinge my jaw and swallow. So it's just <laughs> I don't really chew it. So it's it's I'm a fa I don't know how much I can eat, but I'm a fast eater. Sounds yeah. good. I was oh, gonna. I was, um, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I was gonna try one one time. Uh, I, I had an app that had like the man versus food, like pretty much where he went in the challenges. Right. And we were in in an area where there was a burger joint that made sliders, and it was like um, I forget. I think you had ten minutes to eat like thirty sliders, and I forget how many orders of fries and a couple of shakes. And I was all set. And my wife, I swear to God, she said she goes like. She goes, you'll have to walk home. She goes, because I'm going to leave. Like, I'm not going to, you're not doing this to yourself. So are, I was, are we I married was, to the I same woman? <laughs> I love food, but I love my wife more. So she right. Won, she, she won that challenge. <laughs> well, last summer, real quick, last summer, the, uh, they, they had a local, local place near me that was doing the, the Nathan's hot dog uh, eating, eating contest mm. where if you won it, you, you got, you, you moved on to Nathan's in, in New York. And I was like, can I go do it? I asked my wife and she's like, you really think that's smart? And I'm like, no, it's not, but I want to try it. And I, didn't, <laughs> and, and I didn't try it. And then I saw the results and I'm like, I could easily have got on the, 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 the board and beat, beat out some of the lower people easily. I mean, 
it was it was there would been no contest. I wouldn't have won, but at least I would have had my name up there in the ranks, which was pretty cool. I would love to do one of those challenges, not to see how many I could eat in, in a set amount of time. I just want to eat free hot dogs. Like I would be the guy. Like, Everybody's <laughs> stuffing it in their face. I would just be enjoying it. I'd be like, got relish, yes. got mustard, free hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree. I mean, even though as sick as you would probably be afterwards, it forced. I would still love to just love to meet the people and meet the guys that, and the women that do that. It's just it it amazes me. And I I'll be honest, I. That's the only sport I watch is, is competitive eating. <laughs> just, I love it. It is amazing stuff. I saw one, and we're way off topic, but whatever. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> I saw one one time. Um, it was the Junior's Cheesecake Eating Competition where they gave okay. – they had personal cheesecakes. And it, the finalist, it was a very large African-American gentleman. He was, he was, he was a big boy. And it right. was this tiny Japanese woman. And she put him to shame. Like, he even, like, he was, he's sitting there, he's scooping it and everything. And he looks over and he's, like, three or four cakes behind. And he's, like, he actually stopped for a second and, like, eyes wide, like, where is this woman putting it? Like, she was practically swallowing them whole. It was, it was ridiculous. And, and much like people with baseball players, when they know who you're talking about, I know exactly who you're talking about, even though I never saw that, 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 that video. Wow. It, was Booker T, it was Booker T and the Black Widow. <laughs> it's pretty wow. sad but it, that's <laughs> oh one, one more thing i want to plug is is and i know i i'd, I'd get uh i get a phone call if i didn't didn't uh plug it it's conversations with jason and pete yes. it's it's our podcast even though him and i don't get together as much as we should to, to be able to do the podcast it's still out there and you can you can find it on anchor and uh and google and and uh the iStore itunes store and hey, that's going to be a great segue. So don't forget that uh, you're listening to this podcast, hopefully on Anchor. Uh, you can also find it on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Play, Spotify. Really, anywhere <laughs> you find a podcast, you're going to find this one. Uh, also on Instagram, stuff you don't need to know. I'll put up some pictures about uh, the, the big tournament that Jason and I discussed. And I don't know when we'll do it again, but we'll we'll pick a couple of fighters again. Not the most common ones that you're going to think of. We're we're, we're going to try to think outside the box and make some interesting matchups. So, Jason, thank you again for coming on. It, it, it was a blast. I had a great time. Jay, so did I, and uh, I I'm going to come back as soon as possible because we need to do a rematch of something. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So again, I want to thank Jason, uh, you know, from you and stomach and from conversations with Jay and Pete. Uh, and this is Jay and I'll talk to you guys later.